Sports, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chat. All right, thanks for tuning in tonight. Top of the sixth, Blue Jays and Phillies in Philly. No score, 0-0 after they played a game with 29 combined runs last night. 18-11, Toronto won it scoreless with the Jays batting with one out in the top of the sixth. We will keep you updated on that game. I also want to let you know the Oil Kings have their season opener, home opener Friday at 7 o'clock at Rogers Place against Red Deer, Rhett Melnick from the Oil Kings. I'll have some uh, comments from him a little bit later on. I sat down with him at the rink this afternoon. Big game for the Alberta Golden Bears football team Friday at 7 at Foot Field. They will be taking on the Saskatchewan Huskies. The Huskies are 3-0 sitting atop Canada West. The Golden Bears and the University of Regina tied for second at 2-1. and one. So uh, a big opportunity there for the Bears, I guess, a win. With, with a win, I guess they'd be first because they'd have the tiebreaker on Saskatchewan, but both teams would be 3-1. and one. And uh, Prairie Football Conference, Saturday at 7, the two Edmonton teams play. Huskies at Wildcats. Huskies coming off a win over the Colts on the weekend. Very emotional for them after losing specialist coach Neil McLean, the uh, Huskies get the win to improve to three and two. The Wildcats came up short against Winnipeg in their most recent game. Uh, having a tough time this year. They're sitting at 0-5. So Huskies at Wildcats coming up Saturday at 7. Uh, Golden Bears hockey with some more preseason this weekend. Uh, their uh, regular season campaign will start next weekend. So just a quick update on some other things going on in your local world of sports. The Oilers will host Winnipeg to open their exhibition schedule That'll be Sunday at Rogers Place. It's on 6.30, Chad. The face-off show will be at 2.30, and the game will start at 4. Our crew is back. Jack Michaels, Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon, Rob Brown, and me. You'll be hearing from John Shannon on the face-off show throughout the season as well. It's going to be fun, as uh, hopefully the Oilers are going to be able to put together a good season. Uh, there is one storyline here for the Oilers that is not yet resolved, though uh, hopefully it is pretty darn soon, and that is Ryan McLeod who does not have a contract. GM Ken Holland commented today. He took physicals today. Uh, talked to his agent yesterday. Uh, we're going to talk again this afternoon. So I'm hopeful to find that we're going to find a solution. I'm hoping he's going to be on the ice tomorrow. That's what I'm... That's what so we, his agent Joe Resnick, we talked yesterday. We're going to talk here this afternoon. Uh, I, I, I talked briefly um, with Ryan this morning. So... Hopefully he's hopefully he's on the ice tomorrow, and we're going to find a solution on the contract. Okay, so uh, there's that, and that's the one that's kind of been ongoing. And there's been, uh, you know, Holland had said he expected it to be in camp. Uh, he took his physical and medicals today, so hopefully he's on the ice tomorrow. So maybe who knows? Maybe we'll get an announcement during the show. Maybe there'll be something tomorrow morning. I know there, the Yamamoto contract was announced during Inside Sports a few weeks ago, I guess right as the show was starting. So we'll see if anything comes to that with uh, Ryan McLeod. Two players on professional tryout contracts. Now, I should, I should emphasize here, the professional tryout contract, the team can walk away from it at any time. Uh, and, and and so can the player, quite frankly. You probably remember Chris Versteeg a few years ago. Um, so these Jason Demers and Jake Vertanen are not signed. There is no obligation at any point. The Oilers can say, sorry, this this isn't working out. Uh, we had, I, was it Greaser last night that texted in? Kellen, it might have been Greaser, who said, what's going on with Jason Demers? Why right. is he even here, uh, given that he didn't play a lot last season, kind of on the tail end of his career? But he wasn't in the NHL last year and didn't play a lot when and where he did play 
So I said, well, hopefully I'll get a chance to ask Ken Holland that question today. So I did. What's the deal with Jason Demers? What's going on with this PTO? You know, this one I really relied on Woody. You know, Jay obviously has had a relationship with, with him from his San Jose days. Um, we knew that, you know, last week when he reached out, we, we uh, knew that Cody Cece would probably be out for the first little bit of training camp. Um, he's a veteran guy. He's a veteran defenseman. You never, you know, you never know you give somebody an opportunity and they can they can surprise you and, and make you a little bit better. And uh, I think at... at you know, it's also, you know, I guess it's an opportunity for, for Jason, number one, to try to come in and earn a contract, but it's also an opportunity for him to be at an NHL uh, camp, and we're going to play him some preseason games, and if he can't impress us, maybe he can impress somebody else. Um, you know, that's, I, that's, I guess, the relationship between Woody and, and Jason Demers, and I think from our standpoint, you know, um, nothing to lose. You bring him in in a pro tryout, maybe he can make us uh, a little bit better and we're trying to win we're trying to be the best team that we can at the very least you know he'll play preseason games and he'll be a veteran guy and he'll play probably with some of our kids in preseason and it'll be he'll be a good um, you know kind of veteran veteran d-man for our, for a young uh, defenseman to play with in 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 um, preseason games so there's really nothing to lose yeah and maybe with cody cc missing some time the Demers with an opportunity there to fill in. You have to have a certain number of NHL vets in the lineup and all that. So Demers will help to uh, fulfill that obligation as they go throughout the season. So, but, but I'm glad Holland gave that answer. I, I mean, Jason Demers started with the San Jose Sharks in 2009. He was traded away from San Jose in the 14-15 season. That entire time he was there, he had Jay Woodcroft as an assistant coach. So the relationship there, again, I believe Demers is going to be hard-pressed to make the team. But as Holland said, that's a good point. He may be on a professional tryout with the Oilers. If he doesn't impress the Oilers, maybe there's an opportunity from some somebody else. So that's the situation there with the Mares, according to Ken Holland. The other guy, a lot of debate around him the last few days, Jake Vertanen, the former Vancouver Canuck. He was uh, found not guilty of a sexual assault charge in a trial over the summer. And uh, that's, of course, been a big conversation point for some fans over the last few days. Ken Holland commented on Ferb Tannen's PTO. Well, first off, I guess the most important thing was he went, uh, you know, he's in a, you know, in the legal system and he went to a court of law and uh, a jury found him not guilty. You know, I, I met with Jake one-on-one uh, -on -one twice, uh, once in early August, once in late August, early September. And he was in Kelowna, I was in Vernon. So I made a decision to offer him a pro tryout, and I think over here over the next, uh, I think he told this to Daniel, I say over the next two weeks, first off, I'm going to evaluate whether that he's from a from a um, hockey perspective, um, that he's somebody that we would have interest in signing to a, a contract, and then number two, if we do decide that um, to go in that direction, then I have to uh, weigh the. Um, you know, the other part of the, you know, obviously the, I'm not even sure what the word is, you know, what he did and, and, and do I want to go in that direction. So basically I think, you know, number one is to give him a pro tryout. He's 25 years of age. Um, I don't want to say made, you know, he was, there was a situation there that wasn't, uh, wasn't, wasn't a good situation. He was found not guilty. Um, so I decided to offer him a pro tryout and we'll decide here over the next two or three weeks what, 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 if we'll offer him a contract or not. 
Well, when Ken Holland was struggling a bit for a word there, I think one of the, the, the words he could have put in, one of the phrases he could have put in was he's got to decide about the public relations about this, the public perception about this. And look, however you feel is, is how you feel. I, I, I know there were a couple calls into Inside Sports the other night saying, hey, Jake Furtana was found not guilty. He, he can play on the team. That, that's basically how I feel, but I also respect that some people might not be comfortable with it. Uh, I, I don't think an allegation and going to trial should ruin someone's opportunity to pursue, pursue their chosen career, um, but I do know he was accused of a very serious crime, and for some people that makes them uncomfortable uh, that he could possibly be an Edmonton Oiler. And again, it's, it's still a possibility, and I think probably still a slim possibility. But Holland was uh, asked today sort of about the... Well, first of all, he, he commented that... Um, you know, he talked to other people within the organization. He said a lot of people within the organization about uh, bringing Vertanen in on the PTO. And uh, Holland was asked a follow-up question basically about the morality of uh, Vertanen being here right now. Uh, the biggest thing for me, I guess, is to have faith in the legal system. You know, if, if think if everybody, if we, if we lose faith in the legal system... I, th I don't think that's a good thing. So, you know, it's uh, if he had, if it had never gone before the the courts, he wouldn't be here. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't go there. But he he uh, he went before the legal system. Um, you know, judge and jury heard the case. You know, obviously they would hear both sides and ultimately made a decision that he was found not guilty. Um, so I guess I'm trusting the legal system um, in the decision to offer a, a pro tryout. Now, you know, so the legal system has, in my mind, um, guided me to offer him a pro tryout. Now, over the next two or three weeks, or you know, I think we have 20 days till the season opens. So let's let's call it two weeks. Over the next two weeks, we will evaluate him. I'll evaluate him. I'll talk to my coaches um, if he's not. Um, from a hockey standpoint, if he's not uh, good enough to um, us to want him off from a contract, then obviously we'll release him. If we think over the next two weeks that he's somebody that uh, can make us uh, better, deeper, um, he's an NHL player, then I'm going to have to weigh what you're talking about much, much in much more depth. So I guess this is one step along the way and you know the next step is do I want to sign him to a contract and they're, they're, that's twofold one is from a hockey standpoint one is is going to be to weigh um this all right so we know what he's talking about there when he says this so it doesn't sound to me like Ken Holland is convinced that Jake Vertanen a can play in the NHL and b I, I, I sensed a little bit of like yeah I get it I get why uh, you know Ken Holland said he respects the legal system but I certainly think he understands why Vertanen's uh, reputation has been sullied here perhaps to varying degrees depe uh, depending on how you you see this issue but I, I think he's acknowledging there are the concerns of some members of the fan base about having for associated with the team Evander Kane of course is a player who knows uh, all about bringing baggage to the organization he was asked about Jake for yeah I mean every situation is different uh I don't know too much about his I I obviously um knew he prevailed in court um 
You know, I, I think when you're dealing with tough situations, there's a lot of things that people like to speculate about, people like to pretend they know about, um, people like to pretend they have insight about. And uh, a lot of that um, is BS sometimes. Um, I think time, uh, it's funny how time and, and letting things play out, how attitudes and views change. Um, you know, you can speak to that with my, I can speak to that with my own situation. It, it's funny how time uh, allows attitudes and, and opinions to change. Um, but at the same time, Everybody has their opinion. Uh, nobody's going to be, uh, not, nobody's going to like you. You know, 100% of people. You, I could donate $5 million to charity today and somebody will find something wrong with it. You know, that's just the way social media specifically is and, and uh, the age we live in today. So uh, with regards to Jake, um, you know, he, he knows what he did. He knows what he didn't do. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's with, uh, left with him to deal with. Okay, so there's the Vander Kane commenting on uh, Jake Furtana. We've talked about that extensively. We'll uh, we'll move on to some other topics here, including Philip Broberg and Dylan Holloway. As we move along tonight, Ken Holland had interesting comments on both those players. 780-496-0063, if you would like to participate in the program tonight. We had the off-topic topic as the Oilers jerseys. They're going back to the uh, royal blue with the orange and white trim that they have worn for most of their history, quite frankly. That's going to be the primary home jersey. I was at the Oilers team store, brand new in Ice District Plaza today. It is beautiful, spectacular. So the jersey's on sale Friday. Uh, the off-topic topic, uh, your favorite jersey slash color combo slash logo in uh, pro sports or the CFL or Canadian University sports. I think we got a few messages on that. We'll check in in a couple minutes. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. Sign up for that podcast, a canned ham delivered to your house. You can get the podcast uh, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, what, what do we got for the podcast? Kind of, we got the uh, we got the Apple podcasts. We got the uh, do they have Google podcasts? Yeah, Google Play. Got, yeah, uh, Google Play. You got the uh, Spotify. Do they have podcasts? Mm-hmm. I don't even know where you can get a podcast. But apparently, there are a lot of podcasts. Anyway, or you can just go to 630shed.com, go to the uh, page for Inside Sports, and all the audio is there as well. We appreciate you, however you listen to the program on a podcast, streaming it using the Radio Player Canada app or on a good old-fashioned AM radio. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Oh, you can also email the show, insidesports at 630shed.com. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L. K-I-N-S. I I felt kind of bad on the weekend, Kellen. I don't use Facebook a lot. I usually just uh, will see whose birthday it is, and I am in a couple of Facebook groups that are totally unrelated to my profession, that are just related to uh, hobbies and other interests of mine, so I won't really talk too much about those. Uh, But I, I was in Facebook the other day, and I noticed I had these notifications that weren't going away, and I had a couple of very kind messages from listeners 
from approximately four to eight months ago. Oh, <laughs> so oh, there I, you go. I, re- I very humbly replied to these people and said, thank you for your message. And obviously I've been quite negligent in uh, checking my messages on, on uh, Facebook. So anyway, a bit of an aside there. Uh, 780-496-0063. I did get an email after the show yesterday uh, from Darcy, who's uh, going to be in Phoenix in December. And uh, is a little bit concerned about the future of the Coyotes in that market. Well, they're going to the university rink for a few years. I I interviewed Gary Bettman about that or asked him about that when I interviewed him during the playoffs. And Gary is the master of controlling the message. And that's a compliment. I mean, that's part of his job. And he's, well, well, it's temporary. Okay. I guess everything's temporary. But uh, there you go. Uh, 780-496-0063. We uh, well, what do you have, Kellen? I hmm. imagine people are. T- well, let's start with the off-topic topic: best yes. jersey, logo, and/or color combination in pro sports or uh, Canadian sports. Yeah, all right. Uh, we got uh, Daryl texting in tonight, and he says, "Love the Oil Kings black jersey with the lime green and white king on the front." Even if Morley Scott insists there is no place for lime green on a jersey. Well, you and I have discussed the Seahawks lime green over the years. Yes. I know exactly what Oil Kings jersey you're talking about. I'm not. Do they still wear that? I don't know. But I do like that one. Uh, yeah. See, this is the thing. I went to a few Oil Kings games last year, and I I can't even remember if they. Uh, well, was that the teddy bear game? I know that where they wore the the teddy. They've had some cool teddy bear jerseys over mm. there. I think the Oil Kings basic jersey the the red the red i guess they wear both white and red at home depending on the time of year i think that red jersey is a very classic hockey jersey for sure yes yeah i know he's talking about a different one yeah absolutely uh blair texts in and says hands down the best jerseys ever are the vancouver canucks early 90s with the white and yellow home and black and yellow road the stanley cup finals of 1994 jerseys so uh so that that, yeah they didn't have the v anymore right they had the skate on them the spaghetti skate yep uh, sp- I don't, I don't I've ever heard it called that before. So yeah, so they got rid of the ugly V ones, and they had okay. I didn't realize that was this called the spaghetti skate. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, now I get. I, I never. I, how come I have never heard it? Were you hiding that from me, Kellen? <laughs> I, I'm surprised yeah, you've never know. heard those, spaghetti those skate okay. before. Those, those are okay. I guess I could see how you could like those. I, I, you know what? To be honest, it might be a millennial thing because everybody in my age group always considers that either the Pavel Bure era Canucks jerseys or the spaghetti skate jersey. So anyway, okay. whatever. That's there we go. Spaghetti <laughs> exactly. Like you fall over a lot if you had spaghetti skates. We got one from Randy from Lloyd who says, uh, Hi, Reed. As a diehard Oilers fan forever, I'm kind of partial to both the Minnesota teams, NHL and NBA, and their looks. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I like the wild logo, the color scheme I've never uh, liked too much. The, the, now, the Timberwolves have changed a bit over the years. They have, yeah. Haven't they changed colors as well? Uh, yeah, but they kind of got that Howling Wolf as the logo. That's not a bad logo. Kind of mm-hmm. a basketball background. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. And then we got a unknown texter that texted in and said, the old devils with the green. So The talk Christmas tree right, jerseys. Dad used to call jerseys. those the Christmas yes. tree jerseys. Like, yes. Yes. Uh, I feel like New Jersey, a team that perhaps has not always had the nicest jerseys. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like a couple of those texts. I'm not sure if they're saying that they like those jerseys or they're just kind of 
pointing out jerseys from the past that were perhaps a bit ridiculed at the time. Oh, I don't really? know. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, but but I mean, who's accounting for? I mean, it's your, if it's your favorite or you think it's not. I mean, I said I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, colors, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I know there are some comments about training camp, and we will get to those as we move along. And there is open line if you want to jump on at any point. We will go down to Denver after the seven o'clock news. Nathan McKinnon of the Avalanche, now the highest paid player in the uh, National Hockey League, eclipsing Connor McDavid. And uh, oh yeah, they won the Stanley Cup this year. A guy I love having on the show. We asked to have him on yesterday, but he was he was doing play-by-play, not of hockey, of something else. So I want to ask him about that too. Connor McGahey is coming up. Blue Jays and Phillies, by the way, still scoreless in the seventh.